Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the uh, edgy podcast. I think we try to be edgy, <laughs> but we end up being cornball. <laughs> that was me in my youth. Did you watch any edgy content or did you shy away from it? No, I was definitely girl? too scared of it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you think of a specific thing that you knew you shouldn't watch and you were so self-policing you did not watch it without even being told did you Um, have anything like that yes we've talked about this before but the simpsons my mom was like don't watch that when i was maybe three and a half (laughs) and i'm still scared of it to this day yeah when we every time the cloud uh (laughs) intro comes on and it's like whoa i'm like i shouldn't be doing this it's funny because like as much as i um definitely watched some stuff I shouldn't have when I was a kid. My mom, similarly, maybe we talked about this too, told me not to watch South Park and I listened for years. I honestly still have never given South Park a fair try and maybe it's because, same reason, that my mommy told me not to uh, and I avoided it. Yeah, well Kate, got your headphones on. Uh, I want you to watch this promo. This promo aired um, sometime in the the late summer fall of 2001. I was nine going on ten and I had very, within the last year I believe my household had gotten cartoon Network. I was watching it a lot. I was really excited. Like I was, I had won at Cartoon Network. My friends had it at some of their houses. I would watch it there and I was sad. Our basic cable package did not include it. So we always had the lowest tier basic cable package. The only thing lower would be what you had, not having cable. That would be none. So I was always on Nickelodeon. And then when we finally got Cartoon Network in 2001, I was so hyped. I was watching Dragon Ball Z. I was watching Dexter's Lab, all the Cartoon Network shows. And then I remember seeing this promo air and I was intrigued to say the least all right attention swimmers or swimmer got some announcements to make here sundays at 10 it's all kids out of the pool for adult swim you can't just decide to go swimming whenever you want that's when there'll be new count them new shows new shows home movies who went wee wee in my canteen aqua teen hunger force look at my freaking car the Bragg Show. You fell. Um, your father and race were... But... Harvey Bergman, attorney at law. D-Lab 2021. You broke the monitor and you're dead. Happy. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. And Space Coast Coast to Coast. This is Willie Nelson. No kids under 17, though. So that's new, too. Sunday at 10. Adult Swim. I see you laughing at Harvey Birdman, attorney at law over there. We tried to watch Cowboy Bebop on our own once and you didn't like it. I was confused. So what do you think? Okay, so it's a promo saying like all the kids get out of the pool Sunday at 10 and adults are going to watch Cartoon Yeah, it's grown up cartoon time. And of course, as a nine year old, I'm like, I'm going to watch this. Were you also scared? A little bit. Because they said what? You had to be over 17, I think? Wow. How could they can't enforce that? They can't. What's supposed to happen is parents are not supposed to give their child uh, a television in their bedroom to watch at all times. That's how you enforce that. But uh, what stood out to you? You didn't watch it. Which which of those shows, uh, uh, would you have tried to watch those or would you have self-policed? No, I would have been too scared. Be like, no way. I would have been like, no kids. I'd been like, I I can't watch that till I'm 35. (laughs) Still can't watch it to this day. (laughs) Have you seen any of those shows? It was Home Movies. Nope. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Your dad really likes Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and he tries to show them to me, and then I get confused, and I go 
to the kitchen. Well, it's funny. He tried to show us, like, I guess a new season came out this year out of nowhere. Um, He's very excited about he, it. He tried to show it to us. And it's funny because in 2001, when it came out, what constituted, like, this is too edgy to show on TV normally was not very edgy. Like, when we do get to Aqua Teen, you'll see it's not it's not that vulgar. The new one, though, is like 2023 and 2024 level of what you can show on TV. And it was just like nudity. Like, it was crazy. I don't think he was expecting exactly what it was. He's like, let's watch this. And my mom is like, what is this? Like, we were all just trying to gather for the holidays. So we turned it off. It's like a, a meatball was like motorboating someone. I was confused <laughs> and I just left. I was like, I, I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> okay, so Aqua Teen, you've seen a little bit, not much. I don't know much about it, but there was a meatball motorboating yeah, somebody. It you, wasn't good. You haven't seen C-Lab 2021 yet. But I saw C-Lab 2020. <laughs> you, uh, we tried Cowboy Bebop, but we couldn't get it. I thought we were going to unironically not for the podcast get into Cowboy Bebop, maybe during the um, the pandemic, and we tried to watch one episode, and we neither of us really could dig in. And then The Brack Show, you haven't seen that? No. Space Coast Coast to Coast? Yes. Do you recall anything about watching Space Coast Coast to Coast? No. Okay. And it was then a late night show. Harvey Birdman. And, uh, Zorak oh, yeah. was there. Zorak Obama. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. You haven't seen I've that. I've seen Birdman. Right. That was the only one that I saw you you even chuckle uh, bemusedly at during this promo. So this promo uh, just set me off as a kid. I think it's the idea for me, especially like at that age of you're like starting to maybe get to an age where you're feeling embarrassed that you watch so many cartoons and maybe these aren't for you anymore, which for me was a pain experience because like I want to watch the cartoons it hit just at the right time for me where I'm like I I think I might have to stop watching as many cartoons or stop telling my friends I watch them and then it's like cartoons for grown-ups I get to watch cartoons the rest of my life it was very important to me that this existed so Kate in 1994 oh actually I I guess I'll ask one more time so we can put the theme music in Kate have you ever seen Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. No. Great, thank you. That's just to go through the motions for our standard format. Um, In 1994, Kate, as you well know, the still new cable TV channel Cartoon Network produced their first original show, Space Goes Coast to Coast. They did so by repurposing animation from an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon from the late 60s, Space Ghost and Dino Boy. We know that. We've been there. We did a whole episode on it. Yeah, there was like ants. Oh, yeah. He fought like big ants or something. Yeah. The original Space Ghost was created by Alex Toth. That's just want to put that in there to give credit where credit's due. As the 90s wore on, Space Ghost Coast to Coast was a subversive hit for Cartoon Network. But then their next several original projects after that were not like Space Ghost at all. Instead of do this thing where they like cheaply reuse the animation, like using just like a video editor on the computer, they started actually making fully animated cartoons in more of the tradition of actual animation in Hanna-Barbera. Actually, most of these are like better quality than the 60s Hanna-Barbera. They made Dexter's Lab. They made the Powerpuff Girls. We watched all of these. We've seen pretty much all of the original run at this point of what Cartoon Network called their cartoon cartoons. And these were targeted towards children instead of like teens and college students and adults like Space Coast Coast to Coast. But, Kate, in the year 2000... Cartoon Network put together a plan to make more shows like Space Ghost. Weird and cheap and either reusing animation or at least reusing characters that already existed. 
from the Hanna-Barbera Library, which they owned because Ted Turner owned it. The same team responsible for Space Ghost Coast to Coast kind of oversaw four brand new shows being created. Sea Lab 2021, okay. The Brack Show, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. And the intention was to create an adult-oriented programming block that would air later at night. Much like how Nick at Night existed on Nickelodeon because they were saying, you know, children aren't up watching cartoons at night. So if you're a 24-hour children's network, you need to do something at night because your normal audience isn't awake to watch it. So you're trying to diversify a little bit. It's exactly what they're doing here. And it's weird because, like, they had this plan basically dating back to, like, 1998 or 1999, but it just kept getting delayed for whatever reason, the launch time of it. So they had all these shows. They had, like, the pilots ready. They were working on these four shows. So weirdly, they at 4 a.m. on December 21st, 2000, without announcing it ahead of time, they showed like all the pilots to these shows just randomly. So you would only see it if you happen to just be like a weird insomniac or someone who worked a late shift and you were just up in the middle of the night. Um, so most of the shows premiered then technically, but the actual launch date of Adult Swim was September 2nd, 2001, where all four of those original shows and a few others that we'll talk about in the coming weeks all aired back to back to back as their original lineup and stayed that way for years. As we saw in the promo, it was originally Sundays at 10 p.m., but it eventually expands into late night on pretty much every weeknight. Okay. So that's Adult Swim. Yeah. The show we're going to watch today, Kate Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, sees the Birdman character from Birdman and the Galaxy Trio, which we watched and laughed at a few weeks ago, as an attorney. Typically, he's a defense attorney, but sometimes he'll like do other stuff, whatever the plot calls for. And he's always representing and defending other Hanna-Barbera characters. <laughs> it's a really funny premise. It blew my mind as a kid, even though I didn't fully like get the humor, the idea mm-hmm. of seeing like Scooby-Doo characters being prosecuted in a Got courtroom it. with this bird attorney man with his suit and his wings and his mask was so bizarre and this you know this is like why you like that weird Al thing the thing where he splices himself in these different interviews yeah Al TV yeah you're right yeah. It, it's just such it's so clever um, it's so so clever and I can imagine you as a young person being like yeah, and I so go yeah. overwhelmed uh, by the thought that you can repurpose yeah. this animation. This is like your villain origin story. Yes, Kate. Absolutely. Oh my god. Um and oh no. one thing I love about this too is like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Hanna Barbera wouldn't so quickly and I know they're owned by Turner, but and now by Warner Brothers, it just feels like they wouldn't so quickly like let their characters be used in these like inappropriate scenarios. Like, yeah, is it like Scooby Doo getting a DUI? You're gonna see. <laughs> Um, you may have just guessed the first one we're going to watch, but it's like, they would take like really? that oh, joke guess... about Scooby-Doo. Like, are they, are they smoking pot? Uh-huh, and they'd make uh-huh. a whole episode out of it. And like, it's the Scooby-Doo characters. Tyler, dogs can't drive. Sometimes they would get like the voice act. Like, it's crazy that they were allowed to do, they just let them do whatever this they wanted. This is silly. It's insane. This is like, um, Better Call Saul meets Weird Al's Al TV. <laughs> They like, just didn't care if they tarnished the reputations of these like beloved children's characters that they're going to want to, re- you'd think they'd want to reuse them again in the future, but... Side note, I, I'd be willing to watch Better Call Saul with you. I'd, I'd be willing to give it another All try. Right. Let's we have to old, figure out where we left off. We're in season two. We didn't get very far. We should try. Do people like that show? They love it. Okay. A lot of the characters they use are obscure, like Birdman. Like, nobody cares if you're going to make Birdman ridiculous and inappropriate, but like, they let them use their top tier characters and we're going to, because they were owned by the network. Yogi Bear. We're going to watch an episode with Scooby-Doo, an episode with Yogi Bear, and an episode with Fred Flintstone. Like, those are as good as it gets for Hanna-Barbera, as famous as they get. You know what I mean? But then they're also using these characters you would never know unless you're a real deep Hanna-Barbera fan, you know? They used everybody. Spoiler alert. It's crazy. 
I am not. No, I've been trying to make you, but no. There is a Jetsons episode as well. So technically, this show is created by Michael O'Whelan and Eric Richter based on the Birdman characters uh, created by Alex Toth. It premiered officially on September 2nd, 2001, the first night of Adult Swim, but technically premiered that middle of the night in December of 2000. And it ran until July 22nd, 2007. They made four seasons, 29 episodes. And then later in 2018, they came back uh, with a 22-minute special called Harvey Birdman Attorney General, I think it's called. So for me, like with Space Coast, I really want it to like Adult Swim so bad, but I really never totally got one. I couldn't always stay up late enough to watch it, like not because I wasn't allowed to, but because I would fall asleep trying. You're just a sleepy boy. I have really strong memories of doing that with Space Ghost, even before Adult Swim, of trying really hard to stay up and then just not making it. Um, have you always been sleepy like that? Like- yeah. Oh, well, you mean like how now I'll fall yeah. asleep on the couch watching Killers to the Flower Moon three nights in a row? Listen, can't make it. You just, you got to separate it out. I know it's not how Scorsese <laughs> intended it, but I'm old. I'm tired. I got to get up and move. We, we still got to rest. It's also very sad. We haven't finished watching it. It's been many nights. We watch some of it every day, but then some nights, not every day, because then some nights we'll be like, you know, I'm just not in the mood to be bummed out by Killers in the Flower Moon. Let's watch it tomorrow. That's gone on for a few nights now. So I had a strong desire to like this show. I love, even as a kid, I love the premise, but with all the Adult Swim shows, this included, when I would watch, it, I never could quite get it. Like I didn't get it. And I'm got it. We're kind of doing this adult swim couple weeks here. Interrupted probably not in a row, but like the next for the next month or two, you'll we'll get through all the adult swim shows, the original lineup. And my whole point is like I want to see if I get it now, if it has aged properly. Like I think I might have missed my window to get this. You know, I think you had to be a little older. You had to be like be 16 like, yeah, in 2001, right? Yeah. Where I was 10, you know. So I don't know. I'm just really curious to see is it good? How's it hold up? So we're going to watch all season one episodes because I picked based on the Hanna-Barbera characters that are present. Season one, episode three, Shaggy Busted. Season one, episode four, Death by Chocolate. And season one, episode six, Dab a Don. Last thing I'll say before we watch, I think you might be able to appreciate the Adult Swim shows because their episodes were usually between like five and 12 minutes. Excellent. <laughs> they, I, I don't think like them already. Them. I'm worried that even with that short runtime, they're going to run their jokes into the ground, but we shall see. Shall, shall, shan't we? Shan't. Shan't. All right, ready? Shaggy Busted. So remember, it's a mix of reused animation from the old shows, and then they'll like very cheaply digitally animate new stuff with them. Guys, meet your new attorney, Mr. Birdman. Now, which one of you is Shaggy? Like I am. Okay, that's your street name. What's the name your moms gave you? I've seen this before. Profiling. Two young men <laughs> in a van. <laughs> Inappropriate laughter. <laughs> so let's have it. Like have what? The truth. When you're ready to rap, when you're really ready to get real, you've got my number. I know the way it looks, Mr. Birdman, but that's just the way they are. Yeah, they always act that way. All right, so now we've just cut to a police dash cam footage of a real van, which is kind of funny. Yeah, so you didn't watch Cops, but like this dash cam thing is supposed to be just like watching Cops. Shaggy's been pulled over for like a DUI, but he has fled... He pulled away and the cop just opened fire. Yeah. This intro is amazing. This intro is actually pretty good. Yeah. Habeas corpus. I do like that they really lean into how weird it is to have Avenger around. Like, is he sentient? Is he not? 
Like, it's very confusing. Yeah, Birdman just said, like, oh, you're a partner in this law firm, but then, like, locked him in his cage. Basically, all the jokes you made when watching Birdman, they were making those jokes when they created this show. That's the idea. Dang. It's like, what if you let the people who sit around and make fun of TV make TV, and they have access to the entire Hanna-Barbera library? Scooby and Shaggy are in a holding cell with, like, everyone that they've put away, which is really funny. Like a robot, a clown, and a pirate. What's that little boy crawling around? I don't know. That's the humor of Adult Swim. That's the problem. That's McGilla Gorilla, if you're wondering. So this guy is probably a villain from the Birdman show. A lot of the um, the prosecutors are his old villains. There's like a a reenactment going on. It's a man in a dog suit playing Scooby-Doo. This is really confusing. This is Adult Swim. I don't know what's happening. Perfectly represent it. It's like super weird. You also have to imagine you're up later at night watching it. I feel like that's Mm. an integral part of the experience. Maybe the harsh light of day here is, is, is an odd way to experience it. All right, now there's a man dressed as Birdman, live action. And some sort of weird tab product placement joke. On like a very dirty looking beach. Oh, look, Reducto. All right, I thought there were some funny moments, but then I was also confused. How about the ending where Scrappy-Doo showed up and then Avenger the Falcon just (laughs) swept in and took him away? I liked that. Mr. Boo-Boo, would you consider yourself a revolutionary? Well, no, but I do believe corporations rob us of our dignity and independence and that these systems must be ripped down, burnt down, or leveled by any force necessary. (gasps) But that's just one little bear's opinion. All right, so here we are in Jellystone Park, which is where Yogi the bear lives, and the ATF is here trying to flush him out with nerve gas. The problem is the other one, the Scooby-Doo, the first minutes were the funniest, like just the setup. Like I'm worried because this is great too. I hope that it can maintain the <laughs> the humor. Boo-boo. Yoki the bear's sidekick is the Unabomber. Things are bad. There's too much happening. For some reason, I do like when they cut to the live action. Yeah, they're showing this like uh, abusive interrogation. It's just a man in a big bear suit as uh, Boo Boo. Don't you like hearing Boo Boo go on an anti-corporate screed? Yes, I do actually. I don't hear you laughing over there much. I'm not, but look how cute Boo Boo is. Do you see why I didn't get this when I would try to watch it? Do you see why I would want to get this and why I, I can couldn't? I can see why you would want to get this, but this is like almost too absurd. You've got like a little bit of plot loosely tied together. Mm-hmm. And then the last like maybe five minutes or so is just absurdist garbage. Mrs. Flintstone, would you mind telling us what you do for a living? Well, I'm a homemaker. Would you say that you live la dolce vita, the sweet life, for God's sake? I'm well taken care of, if that's what you mean. I live a life of privilege. But sometimes I question where the money comes from. Nothing further. The Sopranos parody here is really great, though. I'm telling you, the first minute of each of these is Mm -hmm. the funniest part. The ATF breaking down uh, Boo Boo and Yogi's cave, Shaggy and Scooby's dash cam footage, and now this uh, Sopranos thing in Bedrock. Oh, yeah, this this is inspired. But then, honestly, the quality drops sharply after the first couple seconds. (laughs) Well, let's see. Let's give it a chance. Uh Uh-huh. A third chance. Yeah, they're wiretapping Fred Flintstone's house, which is great. <laughs> the FBI surveillance van, but like made of rock, like bedrock style. Really disturbing, like domestic scene of Fred and Wilma screaming at each other while Pebbles is crying. That's Jabberjaw. You never seen Jabberjaw? I like when the Birdman molts. That's nice. I don't know who this little guy is. It's I'm his confused clerk. by him. He was the clerk. He got hired in the first film. Yeah, but I'm confused by his presence. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, they have him do like really dumb humor. 
Wilma Flintstone as a mob wife, though, is, is pretty great. Right? So the pterodactyl lamp is now being deposed because he was part of the wiretap scheme. No diving in an empty pool. No diving. No diving. Picture it, Kate. It's, uh, you know, late at night, maybe a Sunday. You got school in the morning. You've stayed up late to watch this. The first... 30 seconds to two minutes are generally pretty good. And then everything devolves very quickly. They should have made these like two minute interstitials, I think, instead of like 12 minute shorts. Isn't it unfortunate? The 12 minutes feel really long. Really long. Like, (laughs) wow. Because they do like a lot of like awkward uh and um, like humor. Right? I don't get it. I want to like this so bad. It's not going to stop us from watching every other adult swim show. But uh, you, are you you sure it's not going to stop us? I think, yeah, you probably had to have been like between the ages of 14 and 16 in 2001 when like being random was really But then you wouldn't be old enough to appreciate all the Hanna-Barbera references. It's so weird. I don't know, man. I don't get it. Like, literally... It's made by most of some of these shows were made by like guys who were like interns at Cartoon Network in the 90s. They were in their 20s and they probably weren't old enough to have grown up with all these shows, but like watched them a lot while they were program helping program the network. And we're like, these are so dumb and ridiculous. Here's our weird take on it. Right. It's very, very specific in a strange way. Yeah, I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah. The idea is so solid, too. It's like, genius. The idea is really it's a funny. genius premise. Um, maybe I'm just, like, not getting it. I'm. Co- That's what I mean. That's I, I'm, like, mad at myself. Like, am I not getting it? Am I too dumb? No, this is how I felt as a boy and how I feel now. I think you're, I think you're right. We're just, we had to be exactly the right age at the right moment to really enjoy this. But it's just, it's so weirdly, like, amateur feeling, mm. too. But then, like, it's not. Like, the beginnings feel so well put together. That it's like f- they put one guy on the first five <laughs> minutes and one guy on the second right. 10 minutes and then of course this one is all about like the godfather and sopranos references like they were doing some really specific godfather mm-hmm. things that like the simpsons does this too and i'm much more willing to forgive the simpsons although the more we watch it for here maybe maybe you'll wear me down and let my nostalgia goggles fall off i don't think so but like where the joke is just like you've seen the godfather here's the funny harvey birdman uh scene based on the godfather you know i don't know I've, it makes me sad that i don't like this <laughs> yeah i feel dumb i want to take the joy in it but yeah it's not there all right so that's harvey birdman great idea super duper something idea. about the execution or our ages just aren't aren't clicking all right kate thank you so much for watching that as we we begin to dive a little dig in a little more into adult swim maybe i think we will find a show we like from this adult swim run i really do it's probably going to be home movies, which is the last one we're going to do. But uh, we'll see. Here's what I need you to do. If you understand Adult Swim, I need you to send us a voice message and please explain it. Explain it to me. It doesn't have to be long. Like, just distill it down so that a dumb dumb like me can understand <laughs> it. I'm confused. Happy Birdman! 